What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin Lefave. You can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at Jevin Lefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Left Side Heavy underscore. Today, we're going a little bit of a different route. We're talking the Euro 2020 tournament. I had on my boys, Roberto, new guest, great guy, all around, and recurring guest, Jacob Federici. He's from the one of the Kickback and Relax episodes with Cole and Evan. It was one of probably the best episodes, so uh, go listen to that. But um, no, this was a very fun episode. We talked about Luke Prokop becoming the first NHL prospect slash player that, to come out as gay, so that was awesome to talk about. Talked a little NHL expansion draft, a little preview, and then we uh, went in depth about the Euro 2020 tournament from the knockout stage to the final. So it was a very, very fun episode. Uh, it was very fun chatting with these guys. And it's yeah, it's just an episode to look forward to. So be sure to, um, first of all, enjoy the listen. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. And just be sure to follow the socials. Share it with anyone you know. And yeah, this is a very fun episode to record. So just sit back or whatever you're doing. Make sure to relax, have a good time, and enjoy the episode with us. Besex, bring us in, buddy. It's episode 47 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin Lefave. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Today, I am bringing on one recurring guest. He was on the Kickback and Relax episode with Cole and Evan. It's Jacob Federici. Thanks for coming back, buddy. Hello, everyone. <laughs> 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 and a new guest, new to the show, just an absolute man rocket. He's also a virgin. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> the Croatian superstar, Roberto Jurek. Yeah, Jurek, Jurek, whatever you want to say. It's a blessed to be on the show for my first time, hopefully of many. Unluckily got stuck with Jacob, a uh, bench warmer for this one. But. Hey, man, I'm a great time. Yeah, he uh, he just finagled his way on, too. I did. I <laughs> he did. Was a, he was a late recruit. No, we were at Bo's house for Canada Day, and then this guy was like, oh, I'm doing uh, Jevin's podcast. He asked me, we're going to talk about, like, the Euros and whatnot. And I was just like, <gasps> get me on yeah, that. I just get a text message from this guy. He's like, yo, get me on the podcast with Roberto. I'm like. So you're just inviting yourself. It's right? <laughs> no, hard to convince after a couple beers. <laughs> you come on one show and you just think you're a part of it. Well, what can I say? <laughs> oh, no, but how's it going, boys? How you, How have you been? It's been a while since I've seen you two. Well, it's been pretty good. Just uh, just finished with the school life, so now just chilling mostly for now, kind of just taking it easy for a bit. So we'll see how it goes from here. What are you going to school for? I just finished at SFU for history. Oh, history. So, yeah, so that was just uh, just a month ago. So 
for now we're just chill actually not even a month ago it was only like three weeks ago i had my my very awesome 15 minute virtual convocation <laughs> that i celebrated with a nice skip the dishes orders <laughs> right on. what'd you go and your with? mom and dad cheering you on with the background or else a nice one of those buttered steaks treat myself nice you got a butter steak yeah straight up wow this guy really did treat himself uh, <laughs> he's more of the six dollar tacos more of a bougie kind of guy <laughs> six dollar street tacos those are good though They're those are phenomenal really good. Fuck, i'll pay eight oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fettuccine how's it going big uh big euro victory from your italians oh, but we'll li- get back to that later we but. will life's been good right now life's been good uh literally just working got like a couple days left and i'm on like summer vacation practically looking forward to that i'm supposed to go to soyas but soyas soyas mr fakui <laughs> You guys go to a Soyuz? <laughs> no, but there's the wildfires right now. So. Yeah. yeah, I have a company. Um, I'm going camping with my work up in Surrey Lake just before Kamloops. So it's going to be interesting, the conditions up oh, there. Oh, yeah, Kamloops is getting hit hard yeah. right now as well. The fires? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got hit pretty pretty bad. And my boss was saying that there's like three, like not close, but like in the area of where we're camping. But they're like all contained. They weren't like. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll be fine. I think but, everyone. They'll yeah, have we we, we just out. went to Squam and it was like flooding and shit. So. Yeah, that's yeah. I was up there like two or three weeks ago, yeah. and the guy came up to us and said, "Like, you guys got to get up yeah. there, or else your campsites." Yeah, not- it was all mud and like just gross. Like, <laughs> it was gross. You couldn't even get to the water without like sacrificing your life. It's like <laughs> stuck no, in the really. mud. Like it's sink, your feet sinking in the mud. Just yeah, it's just not even disaster. worth it. At I that left point. my left my slides there. I couldn't even b- take a look at them. You anymore. left them? Yeah, I didn't even bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one year in Squaw. I brought my white vans and the same thing. Just so like muddy and gross. And like by the end of the night, I was just like, nah. I just threw them in the fire. I was just. Let, I'll let Squam take them. You can't to, bring these home. They're just done. You had to have given up on them already, though. Yeah. If you're bringing white vans camping. Yeah, well, white vans is the ultimate replaceable shoe. On, but honestly, yeah. I thought I could, like, keep them, and, like, clean them up. Like, no dirt or anything would be yeah. on them. And then stepped in a mud puddle, and then that was the end of it. It's game over. Yeah. It's game over. Hey, man, it happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. But, yeah, um, we're a week removed from like just over a week removed from the euros um i recorded what a time i recorded last episode this saturday before the final so i just saved this for the week after kind of shitty timing but it is how it is but um we're gonna start the episode off with some brief um news coming out of the nhl and then we're gonna talk some nhl expansion and then finish off with the euros but uh, coming out of the NHL, um, prospect Luke Prokop, he becomes the first NHL player slash prospect to come out as gay. He is a third-round draft pick of the Nashville Predators back in 2020. He's 19 years old. This is kind of the way things are moving nowadays after Carl Nassib from the NFL, after he came out, things are people are getting a lot more comfortable. So it's kind of it's good on him to... This kid's See, 19? Yeah, he's That's 19 crazy. years old. Good for him. He hasn't played an NHL game yet, though. Uh, I he? don't think so. I think he signed. I think he just signed like yeah. yesterday or two days ago. So. Yeah, did he? I know I he was playing so. the WH- yeah, WHL, but yeah. I can't remember what team. Calgary Hitman I have ah, it up right now. Yeah. Yeah, 6'4. 
I have 194 centimeters, but I'm just not even going to. I'm on the 194 centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not a big deal. <laughs> Pretty big deal. Yeah, he's 6'4", 218, right shot defenseman. Those are hard to come by now. Canadian kid. But no, it's good to see. He, yeah, um, Pierre Lebrun interviewed him on TSN saying, like, why did you, like, why now? Like, just out of curiosity. Yeah. And he just says, like, it was just a matter of him finally feeling, like, comfortable with who he was and stuff like that. And he got the full support from his team and everything. So, I, I mean, think, if, like, no one kind of, like, supported that in the NHL, then that's this little whack. Yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like 20. Yeah, you got, well, yeah, it's like, it's like, like should, whatever should, yeah. should people should be comfortable to do that. Yeah, yeah whatever exactly. makes the guy happy, right? Yeah. So, it's going to be exciting to see, like, him how his, like, NHL career is going to play out. Because, like, I like I really hope the kid can play and they're just not really, like, signing him and bringing him up for, like, PR yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. I hope the kid can actually play. Yeah, honestly. Well, I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah well, it's awesome to see because it's, I don't know, personally, it's hard to believe he's the only one. He's, that, yeah, yeah, he's not the only one. It's a full league of so many people. No, there's going to definitely yeah. be more So it's, it's then you just you can just hope that him him doing that gives gives maybe other people more yeah, courage open, to yeah, do it yeah it opens the yeah, door make, just people. make it more an open space not even if in the nhl but for all the other sports as well yeah, yeah. agreed yeah that carl nassib really like got the wheels rolling and stuff and just yeah. let other people know that it's fine to be who you are and yeah. stuff like that so good on the kid and um staying within the nhl um he will be protected in this year's expansion draft because he is on his elc but the nhl expansion draft um all teams let or um applied or uh, turned in their protected lists and there's been some interesting let me just bring it up here uh interesting names not protected this year and one of those being Carey Price he, yeah i was shocked when i saw yeah, that one i was i was kind of shocked as well but once i kind of heard why and maybe like there's always some behind the scenes actions going on between gms and stuff so maybe bergevin was talking to francis like yeah like are you really going to do this blah 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 blah. and francis like probably not so and like price is turning 34 in august and he's making ten and a half million dollars a year for the next five years yeah. so it's going to be kind of a hard contract to take yeah. on honestly i think that's why they but, well yeah well the, yeah that's 100 percent why well yeah like that that guy even even though maybe in a couple years he won't be worth the money he's the face he's the face of the franchise no matter what they don't want to lose him and they're they're doing a good little tactic or I guess whatever you want to call it to try and keep their best players while also not having to protect them, which is which is pretty cool to see because uh, I guess a lot of teams probably weren't happy with how great Vegas ended up being right straight out the gate at the last expansion draft. So teams are getting a little more savvy now and looking for ways to, to try and avoid losing their best players on the lower yeah. for nothing at all. Well, because I kind of like did a little... Um mock draft just to kind of see what kind of players let's say who's like available with carrie price being in that list like who's the top your top five landishkog is on that list yeah but he's, he's a ufa it's just going to be a matter if he wants to resign yeah. with seattle so i doubt seattle will take him just unless for, they have something yeah agreed or something yeah, because it doesn't seem like landishkog and joe sakic and colorado are like close to anything like they're like five million dollars off 
Like it's not yeah, because that close. organization's kind of like kind of been building on people taking less to yeah, try friendly. and try and get a better squad all around. So I guess maybe he's trying to lowball him a little bit, and he's getting a little pissed off. Yeah, like I think Landeskog wants like nine to ten, but they're offering him like five to six because it's like you heard Nathan McKinnon. He said he's like I'd take less again to win with this team, and then it's just a matter of what Cal McCarr is going to make. So it's like you're kind of hoping based on that maybe the way how long Boston has been good and they're built on player friendly contracts. I think that's the way to go, man. Like I hate yeah. the selfish players like yeah. in any sport that just like want the big contracts just like man, if that was me, I would, I, I want to like like a trophy and like reputation of being like on a sick ass team like a team of yeah. Year or yeah. something it's, like it's, that. Yeah. It's 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 all kind of personal what the players want. I guess sometimes you got to look does Landerskog want to take less? Maybe he wants to like ensure the future for his like family and stuff. You got yeah. to think about that because he can easily get nine million in free agency probably from somebody. Yeah. So when you have that leverage to know like, hey, if you're not gonna pay it, somebody else will. So it's not not that big of like a rush for me to sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. It's kind. Of, it's just like weird to see because I think I guess my mind just like thinks different, but. He's made like just over like forty million dollars so far in his career, and say he signs like a, cause it's eight years that they're talking right now. If he does like an eight by nine, that's like what seventy two, seventy two sheets. So that'll bring him up to around one hundred and ten million dollars if he gets his nine by eight. But then if he gets the five, then that's like forty million dollars, and he's around eighty. If he gets like an average of that, like seven and a half ish. Seven, seven and a half. He's sitting at around like ninety million dollars. Yeah. Is there a huge difference, ninety mil to like a hundred and ten? Well, no. when like you have a chance to like <laughs> not at all. On- well, the problem is when you look at it long term. It's like if you're signing a long term deal, then like every hundred thousand becomes more important because you're locking yourself in for longer term, where the the climate of like the cap and everything is going to be different in like three or four years, where maybe players significantly worse than Landishkog will be making more than him. So yeah. you don't want to get yourself stuck in that kind of situation where you're on a long-term deal and you're getting underpaid and you feel like you're hard done by. So yeah. you got to look at it that way too. Even though probably would would those guys pay 20 mil over their career to get a cup? Yeah, but even if he does sacrifice, there's no guarantee either way. So you have to you have to look at it from both ways. Yeah, it's um it's going to be interesting to see how like his situation turns out because he's definitely the most like interesting player in terms of like contract disputes currently, but there's other players like um Tarasenko is exposed, uh, Max Domi's exposed like half of Tampa Bay's secondary scoring is exposed cuz they're 18 mil over. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Cheaters. <laughs> yeah. Um so, like Braden Hope, he's exposed. He might get picked up because he only has like one year left on his deal. Honestly, so I think him and Godet. Well, we in Seattle. Well, God, Godet's in Chicago's ex- expanded list. Or uh, he's not yeah. protected, right? But Canucks kind of need. Canucks are kind of banking big time yeah. on Hope getting picked because they're kind of screwed with yeah. the cap if, if somebody doesn't help us out. But like I was looking on Cap Friendly and it's weird because it says that they're exposed, but there's a certain amount of games played that needs to be met, which is like. So like they're almost like protected, but they're it's it's really weird because wait can you repeat that? So like for example, because if I was Seattle and I was looking at Vancouver, 
I would be looking at Cole Lind to pick. I would too. I think that that's the guy I would take or yeah. McEwen. Yeah. But then I look and it says he needs 20 games required to meet the exposure requirement. So oh, so like, you need to play a certain amount of yeah. games to be eligible for yeah, this. He needs to play like But he's 20. still able to be taken. I'm, I'm almost like, sure of that. It's, it's just weird because it's like, why are they saying that he needs to meet a requirement yeah. when it's like he's already exposed? Yeah. Like it's like, wouldn't he just be automatically protected? Maybe, like maybe he's not allowed to be protected because of that minimum or something like that. Maybe because you can't, maybe, maybe you can't protect a player if they have like, haven't played for you, but, says, but then teams wouldn't be able to protect their prospects. Yeah. It so says like know. 20 games required to meet the exposure requirement. So, so it's like, I don't really that know means what like that the, means. I, I think that means like other teams, like the exposure requirement means like he has to play a certain amount of games in order for other teams to like scout him. And maybe, or like, cause maybe, if he's never played a game then like, yeah, because he's off his entry level, so it's like he's not automatically protected. So it's like, yeah, it's very weird. But he would be my pick for Canucks, but also like Braden Holpe is like a. Yeah. But I was expecting the Canucks to protect him. Or they can opinion. just take Louis Erickson off our hands. Yeah, please, please. yo, please. Yeah. Oh my God. No, but the expansion draft is going to be very interesting. That's going to be happening the evening this episode comes out. So we're like. Tomorrow. Yeah. Or today. Today for the listener, tomorrow for us. Dude, I'm yeah. so excited for Seattle to get a team, though. It's yeah, gonna it's going to be, be nice to go to games. Like, Dude, it's you so, can so hit close. Like a Mariners game. A way closer rival, too. It's well, like, yeah, going to the Canucks games when they play there even is just yeah. not be a fun time. And Seattle's yeah. a great time. Yeah, because like our, our rival was like Calgary. And yeah, it's like that's, that's like... It's like kind of like almost two different worlds being seen in Alberta. So it's yeah, kind of now weird. Seattle yeah. versus Vancouver, that's going to be well. Like, yeah, and those guys already have each other. Like Edmonton and Alberta, uh, Edmonton yeah. and Calgary are kind of like the rivals. This, so this we're will be our a, rival. We're yeah. just kind of third wheeling. It's, yeah, it's already like the automatic. Like Seattle's rival is Vancouver, but we haven't even fucking. They don't even have. <laughs> we're players. literally, not, the we're literally knocking cups on the door. Be like, is it my turn? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got the same amount of cups as us. That's the perfect description. <laughs> oh god. But, Oh, dude, that makes... I think about 2011 all the time. I just start crying. I've, I've repressed that memory. Yeah, I just start crying. We were fucking one game away, man. Multiple times, though. We were, like, one game yeah, away, like, multiple twice. Multiple times. 94. Yeah. Gosh, move off of this fucking topic, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll give you guys uh, just a quick question. Do you think Landis Skog is on the Colorado Avalanche next season? No, I don't think he is. No, I don't think he is either. Unless he decides, because I don't think Colorado is going to compromise. So I think it's literally just up to him. Yeah, because if you think about it, they got Kale McCarr to worry about. Yeah. Whether that's next year or I think it's next season that they have to worry about his contract. But that's still like you can't sign too far. You have to leave like probably eight and a half because Mir Heiskanen just signed for over eight a year. Great contract, by the way. He's so Yo, underrated. He's like a. He's always left off the list because one either Dallas sucks or he's or hurt. They just don't get the attention. Right? Yeah, or he's hurt and he's like one of the top three in like his yeah. class. I was, I was in Dallas in January 2020. I watched him play three games live. He was fucking insane. Yeah, he's that contract's gonna that's it's a gonna look great. Yeah, it's in gonna a couple be a years. bargain yeah. for sure. But yeah, so kind of he set almost like the precedent. So it's like okay, he's making this. So. Base Hughes, Fox, Makar, kind of thing. Rowinski when he's up, but yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's just literally going to be up to him, and like the GM's going to go up to him and be like, "Hey, 
this is your contract. We're trying to like be a contract friendly team here so we yeah. can win a championship. It's up to you if you want to like buy by the rules. If not, then I think he'll be on his own. We'll just ship him out. Because you got to think about um, like Grubauer as well. Because I don't think they have him taken care of as well. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be just fun to see all around because Seattle does have the they will have the cap to give Landishkog a big contract if they want to and if yeah. he's if he wants to be like that main guy in Seattle in Seattle when it starts because they'll definitely be able to give him a big contract and from a franchise perspective you always want like a big name no matter how bad yeah. the team is you want somebody you can sell a jersey you can bring yeah for sure in. yeah and he's the captain too and it's gonna yeah well, I think if they get Price, then that'll well, be the, that'll I, well, be the face. I, I was reading on Twitter that if if they take Price, then Montreal is going to offer Sheet Pedersen to the ten ten eight by ten point three, so they could get. If but but that's a two way street. Pedersen has to has to sign the offer sheet too. So, but it would be it would be pretty pretty classic Canucks if we were to lose somebody like Pedersen to an offer sheet. <laughs> if we lose Pedersen, I'll be in we're screwed. Eternal pain. We're done. I'll be so sad. But, we'll never um, recover. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the NHL topic. I'm going to have a f- more in-depth episode next week about it. I'm having a guy from TikTok on, so it's going to be interesting. You got me a TikToker that... on. Yeah. Do you post the clips on TikTok now? I don't um, have TikTok, so. I've posted five. But I, like, think that's, I think that's that's the best way to grow it now. Yeah, it's it's worked for a lot of people and this is how i found this guy he just he gives us like hockey and nba opinions so i just dm'd him on instagram oh nice so i businessman yeah just, just DM. It's gonna be my cutting deals it's gonna be my second tiktoker actually you went uh golfing like what two weeks ago with uh oh, other people you yeah. met through podcasting right yeah speak your peace boys Ian, yeah how was Ian that Scott. it was fun yo furry creek it's it's like target golf is that the one by Whistler? Yeah. It's, it's hard. Like, Is it's it like hard? just before Squamish. It's like between Lions Bay and Squamish kind of thing. Okay. But it's, yeah, it's hard. It's like, I, t- I pulled I pulled driver like three times. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like a lot of five iron off the tee. Like you're hitting to like 190 yards and then over a review. I'd rather do that. I cannot drive for the life of I, me. I can't even lift the thing off the fucking ground. <laughs> Out of the three times I pulled driver, I probably got in the fairway once. Yeah, honestly, same. And I don't know what it is. But it was, like, lucky, like, bounced off a tree. <laughs> the good so, bounce. Yeah, exactly. But I shot 99, first time playing. That's pretty good. That's not even bad. I'm not upset about it. With, like, a ton of bad three putts. I thought you were going to get at least what I think I put 102. Yeah. Brian Hope completely bent me over and said 126. Oh, <laughs> I was like... I was like, that's what a, a dick. I was like, that's a little <laughs> ruthless. <laughs> Throw me some kind yeah, of bone here. Hell? But it, it helped because the guy, uh, Scott, who I was playing with, he works there. So he kind of knows the course oh, okay. and stuff like that. So he kind of told So you told got us, some inside information? Yeah, I was just like, trust me, like it looks like a driver hole, but it's not because it's slightly downhill, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the greens were like putting on a glass so smooth they're so fast dude you tap it and it's going like five feet by the hole and it's like that's the worst okay it's like it's almost that's why it was like so many three putts because it's like yeah it's hard it was hard to judge it but i want to play it again so expensive though 
You probably got a discount, no? Yeah, we got a discount, but it was like $85 with the discount, 50% off. Jesus Christ. That's a steep regular price, man. But it was also. It's a nice course, though. It It looks worth it. It's a nice course, and it was like prime hours we went. I was going to say, it has the view of the water and everything, right? We went at like 940 on a Saturday, so that's. That's literally like that's a great like peak of the weekend time. right there. That's like it's the best beautiful. tea time you can get. Yeah. It's beautiful. It was worth it. I'd pay full price again to fucking play it. Their golf carts alone are comfortable. So. Just top of the line. Top of the line. <laughs> top of the line. But let's get into some euros, boys. How do you uh, how do you feel about that? I think Jacob what should a tournament. start this off. Yeah, what go. a tournament. This guy's yeah. fucking going for Honestly though, I really thought the Netherlands I thought were gonna that- go. Kind to of, the finals well, they probably were going to if, if they didn't end up with that fucking handball like realistically they probably would end up winning that game yeah i think so too i was just shocked i was like oh you gotta be kidding me these guys yeah. are already out but yeah i um let's see here i kind of pulled some like not like pulled but like some big games from the knockout stages to the finals because i think that's where we're going to kind of start but um, Italy ended up winning their group. The group, oh yeah, pretty handily. It was yeah. what three zero. It was like yeah. nine, it was like nine three three zero in the yeah. points. It wasn't even close. They yeah. blew it out of the water. They didn't even. Did they even concede? No, the they goal? didn't. They not didn't concede the until the Austria game. Yeah, yeah, till Austria. So uh, going into the tournament, how did you feel about your Italian team after missing the past two tournaments? Well. We don't talk about that yeah. that time. That was a national. Uh, didn't even get to the last one. That was a national but travesty. Two, in 2018 the is when it all changed, all right? So they are what? Now with, with the Euros, what? They're 33? Four. 34. One off the record yeah. of all time. And, they, and going into the Euros, the last goal they conceded was against the Netherlands. And I think that was in like October yeah. before. Donnarumma, man. Dude, Donnarumma is... Buffon has literally lifted, his, sad lifted his crown and gave it to him. I'm so sad he went to PSG. Dude, he wants to play with Verratti. Yeah, but they PSG already confirmed that he won't be the starter. So, but I kinda... he he did say he, he soon wants to be like Ronaldo, and the guy someone was like, "What do you mean?" He's just like his contract. Well, I think well, he is dude. He could. <laughs> he wants the money. He's he's great because PSG is like heavy favorites. Dude, to he's he's Champions he's a twenty two year old. That's like the they're face of Italy there. right now. Well, this this summer they went crazy and yeah. they're still going. So I think I think it's like it'd be like pretty sad if they didn't win it. That's how good their starting eleven oh, is. Oh, PSG. Now. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Have Pochettino no. now. If they don't win, it's yeah. Something's wrong there. Yeah. That's a coaching error. Yeah, I agree. But uh, did you have a player in like to watch on the Italian Ooh. team? You like, better, I bet you better say who I think you're gonna say. Federico. Federico Chiesa, baby. <laughs> what a baller! He baller. is. When they were they they were like subbing him in in the beginning, yeah. and I was just like I told Rob I was like well, I don't know why these they're putting him in in like the 60th minute. Well, I do know to like because the other team's fatigue and he's he dude he is fast. Yeah. He can just run down that wing. Because he just... wasn't even starting till the quarterfinals. I they know. Played the, they played a majority of the tournament with him on the bench. Yeah. So it was just crazy because Berardi's good, but like he's no, not Kies even he's better, not even man. close to no. Chiesa. Chiesa's like pretty much world class now. Like he's proven. Yeah, dude, he was insane. Hey, honestly, him, Donnarumma, and um, that center back partnership. Shout out Unucci and Chiellini. Oh my god, dude. timeless. 
yeah those two are like i love those guys man yeah they're like they could be like brothers yeah (laughs) no they're hilarious no but um who i was upset with was immobile he did not i don't think he performed very well but uh insigne his goal against belgium that was class Dude, when he's he, just so good. That was a beautiful shot. Yeah, I Did you see that one? Immobile wasn't great. I think I was at work during the game, so I didn't oh, see a lot of the. You're in Squam, watch out oh, at the yeah. Boston Pizza with the I was, really I, drunk dude. Yeah, I was screaming when we were watching that game, and a lot of heads were turning towards our direction. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, as well in the knockout stage, there was a few games, a few upsets. The Netherlands lost two zero to Czech. Yeah. What was your initial reactions to that? Well. First off, I was pissed. They lost me fifteen bucks. <laughs> I had a money line. I lost De- money on that one. I had a money line and Depay to score, so it kind of pissed me off. But it it looked I mean. I I don't know if it was you I was talking about it, but with those knockout games when you're the favorite and it's just stays nil nil for longer and no, longer. No, like after the sixtieth yeah, minute, yeah. Like once, once you're game. getting like sixty or seventieth minute, like there's no favorite anymore. No, like it's, you're not the it's favorite. Free for all. Once once you're in that, like it's it's literally any mistake and you're out. And then yeah. that handball was just just that was it, it. was so it was so stupid. But like yeah. you could feel bad for me. So like a what 21, 20 year old kid to lit even with all his experience. But I think if they don't get the red card, they win the game probably. Probably go on to quarterfinals. Because Czech, Czech really weren't great. They yeah. just took advantage of the situation afterwards. But yeah, congratulations. It was a big game for Czech. It was awesome to see it, see an underdog like the Czech Republic get to the quarterfinals. Didn't expect them to go farther than Croatia after we got ahead of them in the group, which was very depressing for me Yeah, personally. I was sad <laughs> that Croatia got out. Yeah, that was a rough game. They were my number two team. <laughs> but yeah, Czech, congrats to Czech. But they got they got shellacked pretty hard the next game by Ukraine. Or no, it was two, I think it was only 2-1. But yeah, they were out of, pretty out of their depth. A lot of teams surprised me this year. Yeah. Like a lot of that. I just, Denmark surprised me. Denmark surprised me, but... More so if they, because I expected them to get pretty far with Ericsson, but once once you take Ericsson out of that team, it's it's kind of hard to see it, see them go far. But props to them; they they fed off the energy they got from that first game. And was it like Kasper Schmeichel? Yeah, dude, that guy's unreal. Realistically, they could have won. They could have won too, but yeah, literally. But that England that penalty was so soft oh. in the semis. Jevin. Oh, that was the softest penalty. What do you that, have to say about England, the Denmark. Denmark and England game? Well, like that near the end, in the, in the semifinal. We'll get to. I was gonna. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah, the. We'll round. go okay. round by round. I, yeah. I got too Give excited. me some Croatia, <laughs> Spain. Give me some Croatia, Spain time, man. I got. I got a lot to say to these guys. <laughs> so uh, next, we'll go to Spain and uh, Croatia. Mr. Roberto, it's a rough one to talk about. But just a, <laughs> it's it's just a matter of time before it got to you. Just a wild game. You start off going to take a bite of your pizza. All of a sudden, they score on themselves from half the pitch. I was so disappointed. I was You're, at work. I was like, I didn't know what was going on. My dad just started yelling. We stayed home from work that day. He just started yelling. I was like, well, what the fuck just happened? And then my dad's like, they just scored on themselves from half. Thought he was exaggerating. They very, very much did score on themselves. <laughs> very much that. did. But then, basically, after that, just straight up Spain domination. Spain's our, gonna be deadly. Soon. Our manager was outclassed. He he was so bad. I think he did such a bad job that game. He deserves to get fired. Even though he's done so great in the past, that game was just fucking embarrassing. <laughs> you 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 go off the fairy tale of the World Cup and you tie it up. We could claw back from two down in the last five minutes. 
that that was crazy yeah. i was at i was at work and i was just kind of ch- refreshing tsn yeah just because like i couldn't get any sort of like radio on it and stuff like that i was finding everywhere i couldn't yeah. find like an app or anything and i saw it was like 3-1 spain at like the 85th i'm like okay so like this game's over i check again just to was it final and it's like extra time yeah, or like fuck. i was like yo what the fuck it's 3-3 three, three yeah, now like tied it, what happened like, i think i texted rob like i lost I, consciousness when we tied it i just collapsed <laughs> I believe it i texted you when it was like the 80 i was like what's the score and you're like it's not good yeah. and then i left it at that and then i get another text extra time i was like what yeah <laughs> what? it was a, it was crazy we have the croatian striker krummerich so good in the bundesliga i think he was just only the only people ahead of him for scoring this year in the German league were Holland and Lewandowski. Lewandowski obviously broke the record of all time. It's kind of hard to compete. Whenever he comes to Croatia, dude, he plays so bad. And we go in extra time. We have all the momentum. Two minutes in extra time. We get it to this guy open net from six yards out, kicks it right at the keeper. It was literally like a 99 times out of 100 that goes in the net and basically when when that didn't go in it was that the momentum went from all croatia to just straight all spain and it was hard because i think if we score that goal we win the game but oh 100 then to get to get wrecked by fucking morata is just a shocking player <laughs> <laughs> just really hurts stings even more it was a rough it was rough to take because it really felt like we should have won it after tying it yeah what like so um like going into the tournament because coming off of that world cup run like going to the finals versus france like did were your expectations high coming in yeah because we're basically at the twilight of the golden generation of basically croatian teams and you know basically world cup next year last crack at it until basically the modriches retire and we kind of have to filter in the new generation which which is looking bright, but obviously not. It's going to be difficult to match up to what this. You're what gonna this team you're gonna done. go through exactly what Italy went through yeah. after like Pirlo and yeah, all but, those guys yeah. left. And it sucks. Yeah, it just sucks because so many good that, that round here. of sixteen game against Spain. Perisic, our base, arguably our second best or best player at that tournament, got COVID before the Spain game oh, couldn't play. Shit. Sucks. We 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 didn't play the right people in that game. Our, our manager seems keen, the Croatian manager seems keen to always stick to a very similar lineup, not trying new players. So it was rough when you lose somebody as important as that because it, it felt like he wasn't able to adjust properly. So it's rough, but the expectations were high. The group, we had England in our group, but apart from that, with the Euros, you know, a lot of the third place teams get through. You're basically expecting if you're even a half decent team to somehow yeah. manage to get through. So. And once you get to the knockouts, you never know. We ended up getting on the good side of the bracket, which would have been beneficial for us. But because Switzerland ended up beating France, which meant if Croatia had won, they would have avoided France. I was so shocked France. about that one. So you're you're looking at a, if we beat Spain, a very possible second consecutive semifinal, which would be awesome for a country only four yeah. million people. So, but it's hard to take, and hopefully the World Cup is better. But Future's yeah, not looking great. Because this is a interesting like time because usually the space between Euros and World Cup is two years. So like, yeah, it's there, crazy. I was gonna so, be back to back. Yeah, it's so gonna be awesome. So there's like a space between each tournament where it's like, okay, this is for sure the guy's last tournament because it's like not just a year; it's like two yeah. years away. But now it's like now a lot of people if, are staying. If they can play like this year, then 
most likely they can play next year and be like yeah. completely fine. Maybe, oh yeah, maybe. I think a lot of the play, yeah. like, yeah, players, like players that played in yeah. this tournament are all going to be playing. Yeah, in the I think it's going to be very exactly. rare to see somebody retire now. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. They're not even if they're a player, they're probably not not going to want to retire. Like I can do one more World Cup. Yeah, exactly. So right? th- this is like an interesting time because it's not like a huge. Yeah, players get maybe a year older at most, but usually it's just like two okay. years is something yeah. else. Yeah, it's like okay, so we didn't get it done this year, but we'll probably have the same team yeah. this year and maybe even like a younger player just takes the next step and then slots into the lineup. So yeah, yeah, it's not like a huge time to get like slump over your team now if they don't go through. But yeah, no, it was uh, interesting to see how Croatia would play out because I knew their players were getting a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, the next game, Belgium-Portugal. Oh, that was a robbery of a game. That was... That should have been Portugal's game, hundred percent. They completely dominated that game. I, that's what that's what I. Belgium thought. was not. I like Belgium they were ranked. The they were ranked number one going yeah. into this tournament. I don't know who gives these rankings though. It's kind of FIFA. Ridiculous. Yeah, FIFA doesn't really talk. FIFA does the rankings. But, uh, <laughs> but no, they they were weak this tournament. I didn't. They were okay for the first couple knockouts against the smaller teams, but yeah, but Jesus, like it, the, the teams actually came looked, important. Yeah. They're just in, like yeah. mm. in the knockouts, they looked like they were Portugal completely dominated the game. There yeah. was maybe a five minutes of that game. Belgium were the better team. Portugal got robbed a couple times, missed a couple of easy chances, hit the post. That's what I. That's what I thought too. I was like, Portugal is just like they're they're having the time of possession and they're having these opportunities, but it's like you just wouldn't go in. Yeah, you're hitting the, you're getting your headers in, but it's just going over. Just I feel over like the a lot. Head. That was like the theme like, of the tournament. Yeah, though. like so many like scoring opportunities were like happening where like it should have been goals, but like yeah. not just one team with it, but like every team had like three or four or five guys sometimes even like just all missing opportunities yeah. that should go in. Yeah. No, it was frustrating watching that game because it's like... It made it entertaining though. Yeah, because standard, whether you like him or not, you kind of want to see like superstars like even just like be in the tournament and seeing Ronaldo go out yeah. the way he did when like his team outplayed Belgium. And it's yeah. just like, well... Feel, you gotta feel bad for yeah. Him. Yeah, they like, got, really, they man? got that one. They got the goal. That was a that was a pretty good goal. Probably should have been saved, but still a nice shot. But God, that was basically it. It was not much else apart from that shot, and that was like a long distance shot. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, France and Switzerland. Oof. This was this was a this was, was a doozy game. Yeah. yeah. I watched Give props to Switzerland though, but uh France definitely should have taken that. I yeah, think. yeah, I feel bad for Mbappe, but I guess better for him to go through something like this at a young age than when he's reaching his pinnacle or something. Yeah, he can, he can learn from it now. Yeah, because if if they just barely got through this, then their heads would have been way above their shoulders, and they could have even been eliminated the next round. Because yeah. France is the type of country where they can have those blow ups at yeah. like any moment. Egos oh, yeah. get in the way. They're they're deadly. Yeah, Paul, Paul Mbappe robbed Pogba, Paul, player oh, of the yeah. tournament. He should have. He would have. Paul Pogba was crazy Dude, he's in the a Euros. Beast. He was his insane. goal he scored from outside the eighteen. Yeah. Oh, this guy was just walking around doing like outside the boot passes, yeah. assists. Yeah, I saw that like that pass. Yeah, crazy. He was like in the midfield, and then what's that feedback? Oh, my phone's right here. But um, that pass 
that he was like in the center and he was sending was it Mbappe along the left side? It was it was it was it was either was, Mbappe or the or the left back Hernandez. I'm not sure which one it was. But outside boot over like four players just bends around oh, like sends man. him in. I was like He's not even in the frame when he yeah, makes the pass and the guy just runs on it. I was like, that is that's unreal. Yeah. Crazy. He was doing these stuff like run. that all tournament and then he gets the big goal. That's what was I think he scored that three one goal in like the seventy sixth minute. You're thinking, Okay, this is it. Yeah. But then the same thing happened with Croatia and Spain. Happens with Switzerland and France. Exact same scoring pattern. And there you go. Extra time. Switzerland was in... It was almost... I don't even think Switzerland was that great in the last 10 minutes. I think France was just so bad. It feels like anything Switzerland did was almost a goal. It was crazy. That's what I was thinking. Is like France was like kind of lacking, like getting back when like Switzerland was attacking. And yeah. it... it it could have been like four three Switzerland because they scored that goal and it was offside. Yeah, you're right. But and then almost like that offside call like changed the momentum of the game and even turned it more towards Switzerland yeah. because France was more like capitalizing on chances where Switzerland was like almost getting the better scoring opportunities. But Mbappe goes last in penalties. Do you think he should have gone like earlier? Well, it's hard to say because he's. He's well, good like at them. He he know. takes them for PSG when when Neymar's not there. Like he's he's proven himself to be able to take them. I'm pretty sure he's taken some big Champions League ones. Probably he he's he's known to be able to handle this kind of pressure. Yeah, I would. I would, if I was the manager, I'd pick him for the last. But let's see why. Not. But the thing is, it wasn't even a bad penalty. It just got saved. He took, yeah. he took a pretty good penalty. Pretty kind of weak and and middle leveled, but realistically goalie dives the other way we're not even talking about it yeah exactly that's true no but seeing france go out i was kind of pissed because i had him going all the way but hey man yeah well i'm pretty sure everybody had france going all the way they were their team on paper looked absolutely orgasmic. yeah because especially benzema being slotted in oh man he was so good oh, too got what yeah. four goals in four games yeah Giroud didn't even see like five minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um did you think France was like elevated from like their World Cup team, even though they won it with the with Benzema being slotted in? I don't. Know. I think. I think they're. I think this France Euro team would have would have beaten the France twenty eighteen squad, even though there's they're pretty much the same apart from Benzema. I don't think Benzema was the problem. I think they just ran into a game where it ended up being one of those crazy type of games. So it's not. I wouldn't say Benzema made them worse and they got out because Benzema slotted in, but I think Benzema was their best player apart from Pogba. So yeah, I yeah. I think it was the pressure going into the tournament considering yeah. they won the last tournament. I can so like everyone's thinking, oh, France, they're going to kill it again. They're just going to go all the way. But I feel like for them, it's a lot of pressure, right? And, it's, look at, and they got out. No, I totally agree. I think... I kind of almost like relate them to the Tampa team that got swept by Columbus. Yeah. You know, they have like that unreal season. You can kind of relate that regular season to the World Cup win. And then once they enter the playoffs, it's. They are like they're carrying this target on their back. Yeah. It's it's almost harder. Because even though in the World Cup they had the expectation, they hadn't actually won it yet. So. Because they went to the finals in the years prior to the World Cup. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they were heavy. They. Basically, everybody had France in the final because yeah. they were just that good. But mm-hmm. one of those crazy games. Yeah. I Yeah. If they just, like, 
even just sat back more on D. Like, yeah. just just play a little bit more solid in the midfield even because I feel like they were still, like, attacking, yeah. but they weren't even, like, necessarily coming back once Switzerland was countering. It's like even if you just, like, kind of play a little, little bit more solid on D, then... Yeah, and they were fucked. They were fucked either way because they had by that by that point late in regulation time they had subbed off a lot of their attackers to get the like defenders Grisman. on. Yeah, so they they go in extra time and they don't really have the players they want to have on really to to attack. I'm pretty sure Benzema was taken off in regular time. He would have been useful in extra time for sure. So they just they were kind of. I think Switzerland was hoping for pens probably the whole time. Th- once I you agree. get to that point, yeah. But France, I think France was trying everything they could to try and avoid pens they almost scored that last minute yeah curl the top right it either hit crossbar or just missed the net i think that was coleman yeah i remember that yeah it was like dying seconds of extra time and i could advance them but uh england finally takes down germany and wins two nothing with two late goals by sterling and kane I, i hate sterling I, I, I don't I like, like Kane. Him he's I like city, Kane, but yeah. I don't like Sterling because I'm a United fan. And he's a City player, but he was he was really awesome this tournament. Probably top three players in the tournament for yeah, sure. Yeah, he he's always had that knack of like not being able to produce an international play. Yeah, and he had a very bad season. The season barely even played. Really? Yeah, he was he was very much second and third choice all season at Man City. So it was a rough season for him, and it was pretty bold of England of Gareth Southgate to start him every game because he wasn't starting every game the season yeah. and there was definitely he was catching some heat with Grealish and all that so good of him to step up to the occasion when he was called upon yeah but um they haven't necessarily had the they haven't had success against Germany in the past mm-hmm. and they finally like at Wembley finally Germany was down. weak this it was year, one of those games where Muller Muller misses that yeah. complete clean yeah. and break away in the 82nd minute and they score right when after i saw that. that i was just like oh yeah right. you know if muller scores that england, england couldn't be able to handle that so it's it's one of those again it's come back to haunt them yeah, and yeah. it ultimately did but no that yeah it was a uh, i was at work um listening to that and like georgia was giving me updates because obviously her and her family from england were watching the game and they they were tense about it because of the way they've played against Germany in the past, but they ultimately got the W, and which sends us to the quarterfinals. Um, Belgium, Italy, Ukraine, England, Czech, Denmark. Some good games there. Yeah, which one were you guys looking forward to the most? Italy, Obviously, Belgium. Belgium, Italy. We were, planning, we were planning our week around watching that game. Yeah, literally. Yeah, some two powerhouses going off because the other games... The other game, like, sorry, England, Ukraine. Like, give Czech props Denmark. to Ukraine, but like... That one was like that's, kind of a sleeper. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the the way they with the three teams progressing out of the groups now, the the knockout stage games are so diluted until like the semis that because like back when the Euros was straight from group stage to court to quarters, it went straight to eight teams. That basically every knockout game was powerhouses, which was awesome. Yeah, but now it's kind of because up. they added teams this year, yeah, right? Because the third place teams go through now. Yeah, so now you're gonna end up with some teams who only had three points going through, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, so it was a little bit more like concentrated and better teams, but yeah, the Belgium Italy game. I was very nervous for that game. Yeah, that was I, I would. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! But dude, they came out strong. Uh, what Chiellini got that offside goal. Yeah, I was. I jumped out of my seat at Boston Pizza, screaming, and then 
then like and then like Bo, Bo was like out of the Bo was just laughing and pointing at me and I was like what he's like look and I looked up at the screen it was offside I was like oh but no look. they came out like just blazing that was probably I think that was their best game of the tournament yeah like they were just absolutely solid it was unreal yeah I agree day. I thought Italy, I thought Belgium was poor as they could have been they were good for like same thing as they the were Portugal missing game. hazard but i mean yeah same as the portugal game they had like maybe five ten minutes of the game where they could be considered the better team but wow belgium in the in both knockout games was so bad they could have been beaten by anybody or was italy just that good no i think belgium was that well, bad <laughs> agree to disagree so the neck this tournament on belgium was that they like they just didn't live up to expectations but they came into this a lot of pressure once. on them as well being like, ranked number one, yeah, they've been ranked number one. They, for yeah, a dude, few they've years, been ranked yeah. number one. I, I swear, I since like how, the last year, I don't Euro. get because they've never, they've they haven't even gotten to a final. I know, I don't understand so how either. Yeah, I think so, because they win all their qualifiers. I guess. So, like, what was it about them that made them not play up to their? I think potential? at that point, it's just like coaching. Yeah, I think the managers poor that Roberto Martinez, like, like he used to back in the day, was in the prem coaching mostly relegation fodder teams where there was more of a necessity to play of a more defensive kind of low block way yeah but you're dealing with the best ranked national team in the world you need to have more creativity and room for that stuff and he was he seemed lined up so defensively and in the knockout games especially it seemed like they were never attacking just seemed like they were just trying to counter maybe once or twice and hope for some quality but it was poor all around from them so just poor managing was there. Yeah, they have all Obviously the talent. The players didn't live up to it. Ultimately, they're the ones yeah, that fair, have to get the job done. But yeah. I think the manager didn't do great. And I think the, there was definitely some players who could have played better. Saw like Lukaku. He was he was kind of like doing his part. Yeah, like, Lukaku was, he was, yeah, Lukaku really was amazing. Yeah. Was How many goals did he have I'm getting? I think like three, three or four. Three or four. Mm-hmm. Kevin De Bruyne had a really good first game or two but he was oh dude pretty shocking in the knockout when De Bruyne took that shot outside the 18 mm-hmm. i thought it was going in yeah he's so he's so lethal with those i know i was like oh and then he did donnie just came out of nowhere just saved that it was beautiful he was hampered with an ankle injury right yeah he was just coming back and yeah he wasn't even supposed to play against the he Italy had, game he broke his fucking face in the champions league final <laughs> so, too yeah. i remember he got See, something that, off in like the third that guy games. always like, gets injured he had though. like a full fracture on his like face any like important championship game he he's always, always injured, like yeah. ends up leaving the game injured yeah Kinda he was, sucks, he was, he was poor against italy too he yeah he needed to show up that game because because if they beat italy it's hard to, yeah, it was, it's hard to stop them once you get to the semis you've beaten beaten the arguably the favorites and france is out i always netherlands yeah, are out. i always yeah. said who the winner of the italy belgium will win the whole th- tournament yeah and that then, was that was then when italy won i was like oh yeah, my god that was probably belgium's <laughs> best chance to to win something yeah. and they they pooched it pretty hard yeah they pooched it for yeah, sure literally. um england ukraine we can kind of gloss over this pretty quick Harry i think McGuire. a lot yeah Harry. Player. he played well this tournament he, he was, was fantastic he was the i think first or second highest rated center back overall throughout the tournament i, I didn't see him make like one mistake yeah it was, wasn't it was a lot amazing. that he did wrong that tournament and i think england just outmatched them as expected. Yeah, yeah pretty but, much expected. Harry but, Kane finally turned it on, too. Yeah, exactly. But one thing I was worried about was, like, man, England's heavy favorite going into a game. Like, 
don't fuck this up because this is one of the games where yeah. you usually screw it and that's why it was perfect to get that early goal no but for this sure. fifth minute get get all the nerves out of the system and just play yeah 100 percent. but um check denmark Denmark surprisingly a really good game i was was almost expecting this to kind of be a good game just based on the fact that it was like pretty similar yeah two similar teams shout out patrick schick tied ronaldo for the golden boot ronaldo won it because of the assist but damn that guy really proved himself as like a really clinical star striker i think he's i don't think he's playing anywhere huge right now probably after the summer he'll probably end up somewhere i'm i'm pretty sure of it he was great. Scored again in that game. Denmark were just the better team, though, overall. So Denmark lost um, Ericsson, obviously, to that traumatic incident. That was crazy. Yeah. I didn't even see it live. I'm pissed. I I watched the record. I had it recorded, and I obviously knowing what happened, but I watched it, and I was like, yo, that's just... That's, that's something like a lot of people would miss live just because it's like, you're thinking like maybe he's just going down with a cramp or something yeah. like that, but like just seeing because they had him on like a shot and he was like fine, just like walking, and then they and zoomed they, yeah. out, and then next thing you know he's just like collapsed. Well, his heart like collapsed. They said his heart stopped for an amount of time. Yeah, so yeah, he, he was, was like, he was literally he, dead on yeah, the field. He was, he was dead for ten minutes. Yeah, they said it was that's crazy. That's wild. I wonder what he was like, what is fucking what he was like thinking and doing in that ten minutes. It was wild. Like, it was crazy. But, um, no, Denmark, they were almost like, a, they were obviously like a big storyline for the rest of the tournament because I almost had like this gut feeling. I was like, you know, like, are the they perfect gonna, story? Are yeah, they the gonna, energy. Are they going to win it all just for Ericsson? Like, because it's not like they were like a 40th ranked team. Like, they were still they were top 10. 10 in the yeah, world. Like, dude, they were, after they were the quarters, team. I, when they were going to play England there. I thought I thought, I thought I thought they were gonna win. I think yeah. they would have won if they didn't give that penalty. That yeah, that, if, that penalty if, if England the, was saw. Yeah. it was well realistically throughout the game probably deserved England win, but that penalty was soft and we were just about to get some sh- penalties. I don't think that should have been called in extra time. Like, yeah, that's a we. I think that was a weak call even in regular. That's just time, like yeah. you're just giving the game practically. Yeah, yeah. it would have been an awesome penalty shootout, but I think England still probably deserved to get to the final regardless. Yeah. But um, Spain, Switzerland, Switzerland gets a red card, and Spain wins on penalties against. Yeah, Swiss. that was we watched that penalty shootout. Remember before before the Italy Belgium game, we were oh, watching yeah, it in the in car, the, the and they car. were all missing. Everybody was missing. No, 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 that was the uh, France. No, we watched we watched Spain, Switzerland. Well, in the car. Oh no, we did too. Yeah, Spain yeah. won three one in pens. Yeah, so they yeah, were all five and all five no, no, shot. No. Yeah, yeah, Switzerland because they did really well in the last penalties against France. So this penalty is like, oh, yeah. I think they're gonna take it. And, and then what they missed yeah. like three in a and row. You know, Spain started they missed because they went. Yeah, first, so I was like, like oh, here we go. I was like Switzerland yeah. takes it, and then they just missed yeah, or like what, you saved one, a couple too. Yeah, or? they went one for four. So it was yeah, I was like, holy! I think the pressure just really got to them. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're not you're like shooting yourself in the foot at this point. Hard to do something like that every game. Yeah, yeah. big penalty shootout. Croatia only for Croatia in the World Cup, unfortunately. Yeah. I guess so only so. Italy can do that back to back. To pack your bags, go home. Oh, that's awesome! But um, semifinals. Jacob, your boys. That was a stressful, stressful game to watch. Holy. 
Spain literally just at, like just absolutely dominated that game. I don't know. They're so good. I think the possession was like 70-30 Spain or something like that, or like 71-29. If Spain played like that against Croatia, they would have won like 10 nothing. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Spain disgusting. was... I'm telling you, Spain, like, n- give it a couple of years, maybe even next year, they're going to be dead. They have like what? Their coach is so good. Their too. coach, and they, but they're all... They're such a young team. Yeah. They're like, what? Pedri, two, what was he, young player of the tournament? He's 18 years 18, old. 18, he played every single minute yeah, of that he was, tournament. While he was in the tournament, he ran the most of any player. He yeah. Was, and he was creating. And they're like 18, 19, 20-year-olds. One like, goal against Croatia. Unlucky for yeah. him, but... Yeah, but no, I honestly Croatia for the World Cup, <laughs> dude. That's I've already put twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought Spain was uh, really gonna take that one. I thought they were gonna score. I didn't honestly. I didn't expect it to go into like uh, penalties at all. They were dominating yeah. pretty hard there for the majority. Well, I don't know. Italy just looks like they're baby. pretty good, man. When I'm very confident if Italy ever goes to penalties now. <laughs> Well, oh, Italy's like notoriously good at penalties. Yeah, they basically they've always win been, every yeah. big one they're in. 2006 World Cup, we won in penalties Pirlo too. Pirlo against England, the chip. That was another big win. The Euros, that was like 2012, I think. I think that was against... England, right? Oh, yeah, it was against chip England, Joe yeah. Hart, I remember that. So calm. Yeah, cool, it's calm and collected. Pirlo. The Italian's goalie, what's his name again? Don't I always Ruma. forget it. Donnarumma. Yeah, he's he's twenty two. He's he's, he's already. What is he like six six? Yeah, he's a fucking unit. It's almost unfair. Yeah, yeah. he's he's yeah. already been playing for at least since he was like seventeen. He started his career in AC at sixteen. He played his first game, sixteen. I was picking lint out of my belly button in math class. Yeah, this guy was playing for Italy. This guy's. Like, <laughs> I I don't respect Donnarumma for finally getting AC Milan to the Champions League and then just fucking leaving. I'm fucking. I really wish he stayed because I feel like AC Milan are a pretty sick team. But he was he. Did they just get Giroud? Pardon? No, AC. they they got third place. No, year. no, this year they just signed uh, Giroud. I think. Yeah, they just got Giroud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if he if Donnarumma stayed. Yeah, he. I feel like it's so weird to like do six years of trying to get there and then just fucking leaving as soon as you get there it fucking sucks ah. he's liking all the fame right now yeah, so he probably wants to go living to in Paris, Paris. Yeah. he's probably Michael loving Jordan style. Yeah. but I mean he was living in Milan but yeah. it's kind of honestly a little bit better <laughs> I agree <laughs> but um, next game England, Denmark. This is kind of the game that we've been talking that about. That free kick. That free kick. Yeah. A goal. That, player. that guy's like 20 or goal, 21. Goal of the Dams tournament. Damsgaard. He's He was creating. This is a oh, perfect penalty. It's unreal. Well, because like, they. Denmark obviously had the free kick and they tried. They curled it into the box and it didn't really go anywhere. I think Pickford just came out or it just went over everyone. And then, but they called another one because Luke Shaw like grabbed someone or interfered with someone and then they got another one and you know my gut because I'm I'm cheering for England right and as soon as that free kick was called I was like those in knockout games when the free kicks come no, up no but yeah. like this is didn't, this no, is didn't distance where it's like yo this is dangerous what was the final score of that game 2-1 2-1 England no yeah so yeah, yeah but the second goal the it was penalty. a own, 
Yeah, no. The first England's goal, first goal is the yeah. own goal, but their yeah. second goal is the first goal. So, yeah, it was the own goal, the first one, which tied at 1 1. I was just like, oh, give me a break. Yeah, but and they, then they, they give that penalty. Sterling. It's I like. Sterling yeah, I think that, that own goal is harsh because Sterling was going to score regardless. So yeah. It's kind of like. It's a good play by Saka on that goal, too. Yeah. I just he don't like good. people named Raheem. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. But, uh, no, but that Dams got free kick. I was. Like Pickford almost got that too, and it was just perfectly yeah, placed. Yeah, Pickford has really short arms. It's weird. But he, Pickford's actually like he's nasty. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize like how good he was until this turn. Yeah, he has his moments. He'll he'll do that, and then he'll go for Everton and like fucking score on himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's such a weird specimen, but he was really good this tournament. Golden glove for him, deserved. No, yeah, but that free kick by Damsgaard and then the own goal by um. What's here? Was it Kier? It was Kier Christensen, one of those two. Yeah, I think it was Kier, but um, uh, and then it goes into extra time, and a penalty Ugh. was awarded to Ugh. England, which I voting for England. I was kind of like soft. Even the co- even the British yeah. commentators on the. Game and, we're saying it was soft, and it went to VAR too. And I was like, "Okay, it's going to VAR. There's no way this is going to be a." That's what I don't understand. Penalty. That's what I don't understand. I feel like the whole fixed. point of VAR would be to to stop that. Dude, it was yeah. fixed for England to go to the finals. They had to play at Wembley. Yeah, you're just, right. They played with seven out of eight at home, but I guess every host country plays all their games at home, so it's kind of harsh to put that on them. But yeah, it's not. Like, it's not the first time it's ever yeah happened. But Qatar's not going to win the World Cup next year. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But no, because I thought England should have got a penalty earlier in the game because I think Kane was fouled in the box yeah. earlier. So I'm like, that one wasn't called giving. Obviously, I don't agree with any game being officiated like, like that. Balancing. Yeah, yeah, but but I also like. I mean, getting, pretty pretty far after it too. If that was a balancing cart, fucking one hour later. No, yeah, which like. Uh, I'm not like saying like oh yeah. I'm gonna call this just because I didn't call that. I don't think that's where it should be called. But I think Denmark did get get away with one earlier. But and the yeah. goalie made the right. Yeah, Schmeichel. Yeah, he chose the right side. Apparently, he got the laser pointed in his eye. Too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Crazy. Shouldn't have number one. Shouldn't have been a pen. Number two, he gets a laser. Did number you guys three, hear that? Uh, I think FIFA or UEFA want or FIFA want to ban England. No, the they banned Cup? it. They banned the guy. They banned the guy for life. No, 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 no. I'm saying they want to ban England or, or like they don't want them. They're not going to allow them maybe I to not fans, play in the World Cup. I think fans. I think they'll play in the World Cup. No, nah, man. I heard a no, lot. But I heard like, a lot. I, why you is... Check your sources, man. Why is the England team being... It's just Facebook. Right. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> find anything on Facebook. Yeah, that's your number one source. <laughs> That was pretty fucking ridiculous there, Jake. <laughs> Check yourself where you wreck yourself, man. But um, the finals, Italy and England. This was... I wasn't scared. Yeah, I wasn't scared for you. I was cheering for Italy. I was a little... Scared. I, honestly, even when England scored in the second minute, I was just like, you know what? Bo texted me. He's like, ha, sucker. And I was like, dude. He said sucker? That's what he said? Probably so. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think anybody's called anybody a sucker fucking 55 years <laughs> Bo says some things alright no but yeah shot with the early goal fourth minute in no I wasn't like no it was the second minute 
literally the like second? the first chance. It was third. Actually, you're both wrong. <laughs> it was the third minute. I'm so sorry. Shout out to my United boy, Luke Shaw. Oh. No, Even but like, I'm, really I'm sorry, but every time I saw Luke Shaw make a pass, I feel like he was just turning it over. Oh, every Luke Shaw was time. fucking one of the players of the tournament for me. No, Goal and three assists off a broken rib with broken ribs. Like, every game. time I see him make a pass, it was into the other team's feet. I'm like, what's this guy doing? And then I just, <laughs> Pulls just, that out of that. That just shows you how fucking educated I am on this fucking sport. <laughs> <laughs> so I have you guys on. No. To boost the boost but the ratings. dude after that goal england really Part the bus did not have brutal and he is the possession was like 71 29 yeah and the second it was half. like yeah the second half it felt like england didn't even touch it dude italy absolutely terrible. just dominated yeah and then they, england just let italy take over it was, it was terrible yeah. it was, that's that's what that's where an inexperienced manager Mancini even said he's like in an interview he's like well, I'm glad we won but I was disappointed that we didn't finish it in the 90 minutes within the 90 minute frame well, yeah they could have easily I know he said he's like he was like I'm happy we won but I was very disappointed in that yeah but I mean I would have been too I think all the Italian players are probably disappointed yeah that I actually had to go to penalties yeah even let alone 90 but like extra time too like England was just sitting back, and it's just it was so, it's so hard to watch because England's yeah. England's team is so good with they're attacking so good. options, and they're deep as well. Yeah, and the attack, just... the attacking players they have, man, they should be going, they should be attacking yeah. as much as they can. But There's they no were sitting back. They should so be much. sitting back with the talent yeah. you have. I, yeah, that that's just terrible. Management. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to put blame on a manager takes you to a World Cup semi and then a Euro final and penalties. But I think I think with with a different manager, England probably win the win the tournament pretty easily, because having you have Jack Grealish, Sancho, Kane, Sterling, Saka, Rashford, Rashford who was injured, but he was Henderson. still there. Henderson yeah. was playing well. So many, so many good players, and to to just kind of call it in the fifth minute and be like, yeah. okay, let's hold on to this. Sucks. Yeah, it's so it was it was annoying to watch, but then it goes to pens, and. It was pretty going back and forth. It was back until and forth. The third shooter was Rashford. Yeah. Rashford he, he hit Which, the post. Let me know post. whether yeah. you guys agree or disagree, but should he have taken a penalty? I don't think no. any of those guys who got subbed on should have taken no. a penalty. Yes. But like if you're gonna make him take a penalty, bring him on like early at the, the beginning. Yeah, you can't, can't be the first kick of the ball. Yeah, <laughs> first kick of the ball and it's a pen. Like if he asked them and you can't say like you're not gonna have your manager be like, Hey, you wanna take a penalty? You're gonna be like, No, sorry. You're gonna yeah. say yes, even if you're not ready because yeah. you don't wanna look like that guy. Yeah, but it's like Southgate, like if you're gonna make him take a penalty, like bring him on not at the hundred and eighteenth minute, bring him on at the hundred and seventh well, even not for pens, those guys would be useful anyways you yeah, want those guys exactly. at least on the pitch sancho yeah. i think sancho he they started him against ukraine they won four nothing ukraine wasn't their strongest opponent but fuck to score four goals in a knockout game when you start him i thought he was great i did i think he got kind of shafted Grealish played like i think 40 combined minutes over the semis and the finals that's and shocking every time he was on the field i think he was making an impact yeah. whether it was like drawing fouls or like possession or getting quality yeah. scoring chances well, and the semis Grealish was subbed on and subbed off he yeah. came on in the 70th and got off in like the 105th sucks yeah i don't want to see that <laughs> no for sure but then um so it was like it went like 2-1 italy or was it like 2-2 because rashford missed 
Yeah. And then then we missed. Yeah, Pickford made a save. Yeah. Like which was huge and then Sancho obviously he missed, missed which I, I no don don rumor saved that. Yeah. But yeah. Come on, man. He didn't it score. But then it was a good save. And then Jorginho the specialist steps up. He tried to do over. what he did last penalty. Yeah, that's all that's what he does every time. I know, but uh yeah, you just picked the wrong side. If you went great save with Pickford, it was a good save. At that Honestly, point, you're thinking there's. I thought it was gonna. Save. I thought it was gonna go like hit the post and then come back and hit his oh, back yeah. and go in, roll in. Well, at that point, I you're thinking as an England fan, like, wow, well, if there's ever gonna be a fucking chance, this is it. But then yeah. Southgate sends out the 19 year old kid, Saka. Yeah, yeah, with like his basically his first really important penalty of his life. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just so unfortunate to. Like I don't know, especially I think I know for well I know for a fact Southgate he missed a big pen right I believe in '96 the Euros he missed the deciding yeah. pen as a young guy it just feels like the everything lined up to not ask somebody like that yeah. to take that pen. I I think that were there were just better options than Saka to take the last one yeah. like well, Grealish what? came out and said he offered to take one and they didn't take him so. I heard uh, was the England goalie Pickford? Yeah, yeah. Gonna I was take the next say, one. I, I, yeah, I thought he was. He was, he was Pickford to was going to no. I Pickford third, was going to take the sixth penalty if Saka had scored. Wow, I forget that you can do that in yeah. soccer. That's yeah. crazy. And Pickford's really good at penalties. Yeah, that's what I heard. No, but that save on Jorginho was massive. I was really so good. Like, I was, <laughs> I was going up to that and I was like, "Yo, this, this, I, I've heard that this guy's." Unreal yeah. at Penn's Jorginho. He's just an unreal player. One of the player. best in the world, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then I'm like, Yo, Pickford. If there's any sort of time to get love from your country, it's yeah. this moment right now. No matter no matter what you do, if say you had a bad tournament, it would all be forgotten if you just make this save right now. And Literally. he clutches up and makes it. He did I, everything he could. Yeah, I went crazy. I was like, I was like, Yeah, that was mad. Even I went a little bit crazy, and I was cheering for Italy. I yeah. was, I was like, I was like, it was, was just a good I was, moment. I was really sad. <laughs> I was like, that was. Massive. I was like, no, but and my then, whole like family, everyone just went silent. Yeah, but then I was like, I was like, Yo, that's. I just feel like it's just not gonna go their way. I just feel like this guy's gonna save it, because George's dad was saying, because they're from Grimsby, in England, and as soon as Italy scored in regulation time like not even like pens like scored to tie it up he said he's like okay yeah we've lost because donnarumma 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 he hasn't let it right next time please he yeah the only other goal he conceded was but spain Spain and england but not even that like he hasn't no he had three goals in this tournament but before that he hasn't allowed more than one goal in the last like 30 i don't think he's ever let in one more than one goal yeah yeah so he was saying he's like he's gonna shut the door the rest of the game he's so good at pks too he's so he takes up so much space yeah Yeah, because when he takes that leap forward when he saves he's basically covering the entire side yeah he has such a high chance to save the fact that like Kane, because Kane's almost got stopped. His was, was just a great his, pen. Yeah, yeah, it was just. Donnarumma, like, literally, it. I think he. He had pace behind it. I think he dove every right way besides the Rashford one where he hit the post. Yeah, yeah Rashford is unlucky. I think he. Yeah. You could tell by Rashford's run up, it was so long and stuttered. You could yeah, tell was he was nervous. You could tell he was nervous. And I think Rashford was going so slow because he wanted to make sure he got it right in the corner. Yeah. yeah. And then he just kind of sliced it a little bit. And especially when you see the goalie dive the wrong way when it's you're just, shooting, you're just like, 
It's so unfortunate because <laughs> it was wide open. Like he could have rolled it like one inch to the side, and it would have like, he yeah. one inch he beside the middle. Would have gone in the yeah, could have gone in the middle anywhere. Yeah. Else. it's just so unfortunate to see that happen. But no, Italy played. Italy just played a fantastic tournament. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was deserved winners. Props to them. England played a very good tournament as well. But yeah, I was telling Georgia and her family stuff. I'm like Pickford did everything he oh yeah could. yeah like he did his could job. have been player of the tournament himself yeah. easily he did everything he could that pen but um italy just italy were just that much better yeah italy was and italy was the best unit in that tournament by far they were too good as yeah, a team they just, and the manager the best chemistry manager best manager in the tournament Mancini by far yeah. yeah can't get a better team than no that. but cannot. um one thing i do want to note not to take away from Ilya's victory, but the aftermath uh, towards Sancho, oh, yeah. Saka, just brutal. and Rashford. That's, just that was just ridiculous. Disgusting. You almost you almost kind of expect it. Like I, I'm an I'm a guy who watches a lot of Premier League stuff, and so common after games in the Premier League for a lot of the English fans to do stuff like that. Not just English fans. I'm sure fans from all over on the on the on social media and stuff are do, are doing that kind of crap. But it's 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 so scary how often basically every time in like a big Premier League game after like one of those if somebody messes up they're getting racial abuse sucks and I wasn't I was I wouldn't say I was surprised to see it happen after the Euros as, as soon as Saka missed I'm like yeah some shit's gonna happen yeah. and it's obviously not every English fan and just because no, of course you not. saw that outpouring love and support towards Rash and like towards all those guys. Yeah, they made a they did a giant painting on well, the that was wall, right? There, well, no, that was that, already there, but oh, it, was, was it? it was it was. But then they put like no, they, yeah, yeah, it was so defiled, notes, and right? then once people yeah. found out it was defiled, then a bunch of people put like hearts so and stupid, messages man. all over it's it. Just ridiculous. Yeah, it's because um, you see what Rashford did for COVID. He donated like twenty million meals or something like yeah. that. Or, 20 million pounds he only made 15 million pounds but he had donated 20 million that year yeah which is crazy it's absolutely unbelievable and that outpouring love and support towards those guys was but such disgusting behavior i was so pissed when i saw that it's like just ruining it because your country decided even though you lost it's a pretty you're gonna look back on it in like a week and be like wow second place got to the finals penalty shootouts kind of 50 50 either way can't really blame the squad for losing a penalty shootout. Anybody yeah. can lose a penalty shootout. Yeah, at that and, point, once it goes to penalties, it's anyone's game. Yeah. yeah, and to go after like Rashford, especially like his was like not a terrible penalty. Like he, he just hit the post. Yeah, it's just like he's neither were Sancho sh- and Saka. Sancho and Saka penalty were both pretty okay. Yeah. Just Donnarumma went the right way, and he's he's a just a freaking freaking nature. Yeah, he's he was six six. Like guy looks like a daddy long legs. Yeah. But no, I uh, it's a bright future for both teams, especially like with England. They got a lot of young players oh, yeah. coming up. And I can see England. I can see England in the I'm final. Telling you, the England Cup. and Spain, Spain. You don't trust Italy? Well, I, obviously Italy, but I'm saying like England and Spain. Like Spain played a really good tournament. This I think I think Portugal is gonna be. I think Portugal is gonna come back next year with a point to prove because you never know. Portugal gets through that Belgium game they deserve to win then I think that Italy that Italy quarterfinal game was kind of like whoever wins that so you never know but no I uh great I tournament totally agree with that I'm uh just gonna quickly check something but no that was a uh, it was a really, really fun tournament to watch and one of the best just, yeah it's just exciting to know that it the was world. so nice to have it back and yeah. like and just be able to like, like watch it with fans. your friends yeah yeah 
It was crazy. The energy was just unmatched. Like it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. But uh, I don't have any time for the press questions, unfortunately. How long are we in? Um, just about over an hour. Hour ten. We did a pretty good job. That was pretty good. Oh, this is fun, boys. Time flew by, to be honest. Yeah, that was just like that was a nice chat. Yeah, that was good. Just a couple guys being dudes with a microphone in their yeah. face. Couple couple guys laughing like schoolgirls. <laughs> it's mostly Jacob. <laughs> I, did, I just did it. <laughs> no, boys, but thank you for coming on. This was fun. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you awesome. for having us. Had a great time. Yeah, Roberto, I'm going to have you on again for sure. Yeah, talk to my people. Yeah. <laughs> he means, it, he means yeah. his mom. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and dad run the finances. <laughs> no, but um, how was your father, by the way? He's doing fantastic. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, still crushing your game. Yeah, man, fuck, we just we were just crushing it today. Slow ass fucking day, but got through it. Is my boy Micho still there? Oh yeah, that's your, that's your dog. That's my guy. <laughs> that's your dog. <laughs> <laughs> still ripping packaging. Oh yeah, same shit, <laughs> different day. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. No, but Roberto, uh, plug anything you want. Any social media? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Jacob Federici. Uh, follow me on Visco. <laughs> I think it's actually J- Jacob underscore Federici. Follow me, on, follow me on Visco where I thirst trap all the time. <laughs> at J Federici. He's got nothing to <laughs> I say. got nothing to plug, man. I'm just jumping to chill it. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob? Well, I think Rob just said it all. He's my spokesperson sometimes. Oh, I love that. Uh, I don't like that. When he wants to be nice. Most of the time he's just roasting me, but... <laughs> I think we'll like get, a, we give it back to him. We give it back to him. He is a virgin. We'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah, one day. <laughs> no, but you guys know where to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And intro outro music is Savage by Tom Ivory featuring Six Man. That guy's dope. Respect. I don't know about the Six Man, though. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that guy's <laughs> the best. <laughs> no, but this is fun, boys. Um, next episode is a full review of the expansion draft by seattle and lots of free agency news and trades and retirements next episode is going to be a packed one so get ready for that one but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode went a little different with the euro talk don't usually talk a lot of soccer but we can love in. talking soccer i could talk mi- it all day in my sleep i could talk it in my sleep well do it just <laughs> pass it right now <laughs> Anyways, this is fun boys and we'll see you guys next time. I just got a leg off. Went from ducking and fucking and now I got put in the friends on. There's no need for discussion, I just really loved how you get low. But I'm dipping, I'm cutting the shorty and we're being ten toes, ten toes. I, I just got a leg, go call me a benzo, paid all cash, I won't take no rentals. Kill